You are now about to witness Ian Corzine Audio. Viper, welcome to my show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Yo, thank you for having me, Ian. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. I've been following you for about two and a half years now. I think I first saw you at a Vid Summit 2019. Uh, you had a crowd around you because people wanted to hear the latest in tech, and I'm sure you were giving them an earful. Uh, that was not me, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> no, you weren't there in 2019? Uh-uh. I thought you were. Huh. Were you there was, in 2018? I was there in 2018. Oh, then I must And be. I will be there in 2021. <laughs> yes, I will be there too. I'm excited about it. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I brought you today because I've been having this ongoing debate with my friends, my creator friends, about this audio only plat all these audio only platforms like spaces, like Clubhouse, like Facebook Rooms coming out now. You are, in my opinion, one of the founding figures in these audio only platforms. Uh, you've been doing it, I think, since they, they started. And I just want to talk to you about the future. What, what you see is the future for audio only social media. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I got on Clubhouse back in January of this year, and that was the first audio-only platform that I had experience with. And let me tell you, over the past seven months I've been on Clubhouse, it has literally completely changed my life. Just wow. from the connections I've made, the people I've met, the rooms and interactions I've been involved with, absolutely amazing, the brands I've connected with. I mean, just wow. being on Clubhouse alone has changed my life. But like you said earlier, it's not just Clubhouse. We are we now we have Twitter Faces. Uh, Spotify has Green Room now, and I think you just alluded to Facebook doing their own thing with Facebook Rooms or whatever they call it. So yeah. they're starting to kind of blow up a little bit. But I think uh, I think uh, now that uh, the world is trying to open back up a little bit, they're starting to hit a little wall as yeah. far as growth. But if you're asking me which ones are still hitting right now, I would say Clubhouse and Twitter Faces are the two main ones that are still uh, getting traction as of today. Now, Clubhouse just recently opened last week, I believe, to everyone. So now you don't need an invite to actually be on Clubhouse. Have you seen, because I know you're on Clubhouse almost on a daily basis, have you seen an influx in people joining? Um, you know what? It's funny because Clubhouse has been open to everybody since May when they uh, first originally opened it up to Android users. So you had all the Android users that couldn't come on the platform before. Now they're on the platform because of the release of Android. What happened last week was the Clubhouse taking down the wall per se. Um, before it was mainly an invite only system. So you had to get invited by somebody. Uh, it, I think the invite system is still in place, but now it's pretty much anybody and everybody can get in there now. Um, there's really no more waiting per se. So I guess in that case, the invite system is pretty much gone or it's not as strict as it was before. But anybody who wants to be on Clubhouse right now, regardless of platform today, you can get on Clubhouse. There's no more excuses. There's no more like invites or something like that. If you want on a platform, you can get on the platform. And I would highly recommend anybody that you know who's on a different platform that's not getting the traction on that platform you should definitely try out clubhouse um you never know it could change your life it, it, it's legit now with you i've seen you really put the effort into clubhouse at least and also spaces i've seen a lot of effort on spaces too do you think that creators out there need to put the same kind of effort in other words have a daily coffee talk and i think you have an evening show too or or do you think you can participate and grow if you're just you know uh not being consistent well, no matter what platform you're on, you have to be consistent with the content. Um, that that is a key. You will not grow if you're not consistent. Um, as far as if creators should put the the effort into a clubhouse or Twitter Faces, I mean, I guess that depends on what their individual objectives are. 
Mm -hmm. If you want to grow on any platform, then you should definitely try your hand out. And like I was alluding to earlier, if you've been trying out YouTube or, or Instagram or TikTok and for whatever reason you're not seeing traction, then yeah, maybe go try out a Clubhouse or Twitter Facebook or something like that to see if you can gain traction on another platform. But whatever platform that you are on, you definitely need to be consistent in your content posting. Otherwise, what's the point? You're not, you're not going to grow. Now, if you're just on there to have fun, then it doesn't matter. But if you are on a platform for the sole purpose of growing a community and an audience, you got to be consistent with the content no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what would you say, you know, a lot of people criticize the audio only platforms and they're talking about the fact that a lot of times they're slow paced. There's people out there who are not practiced speaking publicly. And so sometimes they'll fumble their words and it'll take longer to get questions out and you'll have to wade through a lot of discussions. What's your opinion about that? Is that something you see on a daily basis? Listen, man, let's talk about the fumbling word stuff real quick. I have been on YouTube for three and a half years, 500 uploads plus, and I still fumble my words each and every video. There is not a YouTube video up on the name of Viper that does not have at least one fumble word in it. So I don't care how much you talk, at least in my case, you're going to fumble a word. It is okay. It is human nature to fumble words. We are all humans. We don't do things perfect. It's just, it's just not the nature of the human being. We're, we're not made that way. So. Yeah, yeah. There are going to be word fumbled. I, I would say that if you're on these audio platforms, you got to put yourself out there. It's all about getting outside of your comfort zone. You can't grow as a person. You can't grow as a human being. You cannot grow as a content creator unless you are willing to go outside of your comfort zone. So it's just more than about being in the clubhouse room on the Twitter faces. You actually have to grow the courage to get up on these stages and talk to people because, again, you can't get better at public speaking or speaking to other creators in general or speaking in a public setting unless you put yourself out there, get on stage and talk. What, the best athletes in the world are the best athletes in the world because of repetition. They do it over and over and over again until it becomes second nature to them. And that is how they become world-class athletes. Content creation, speaking in these rooms are, is no different. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more second nature it becomes, and then you can go rock out. But you got to put yourself out there and put in the time and the work to, to get better at it. Mm -hmm. Now, would you suggest, you know, I've seen you on Spaces and Clubhouse be a host of a lot of shows. Would you say that you have to pick you're a participant or you're a host or can you grow equally doing both? Um, I would say, I mean, you can grow being a participant or a host per se, but I would say if you really want to just like put your full feet into the fire, you really need to host your own room because you are the master of that domain. You can run it as you see fit. You could pick the topic. You could you could pick the people that you want to be in that room or you want to have on those stages. So whole thing is, is a different beast because it's literally all on you. Whatever reputation that room gets, that goes back on you. A lot of people like coming to Toffee Talk because they like how I run it. They like how I bring everybody from all walks of life on stage to have conversations about anything and everything. And that's just how I like to run my room. I like to get people to face to come talk about whatever they want every morning. And that's what we do. But that is how I run my room. Now, other people might run their room differently from how I run my room, and that's perfectly okay. But when I interact, when I when I host the room on Clubhouse or Twitter Faces, I want full community interaction because I don't like being in a room where I'm sitting in the audience and listening, and the, the speakers or the moderators, they're not giving the audience a chance to interact. That's best boring to me. It feels like I'm back in college. I've sat through four or five years of college. I'm done with that. I want to interact, okay? <laughs> so allow me to interact. So when I'm hosting the room, I want audience interaction and I feel like that's the best way to be. Yep. Now, how do you physically participate on Clubhouse and Spaces? What what equipment do you use? You can just use your phone. I mean, yeah. literally, just all you need is your phone. 
Mm -hmm. um, it helps if you have like headphones or are you going to be fancy like we are tonight with a, with a Shure SM7B. You could do that, but you yeah. need extra equipment. But the basic equipment that you need to participate is your phone and you're good to go. Okay, awesome. And what would you tell the audience out there who's contemplating getting involved in audio only social media? You know, should they start on Clubhouse? Should they do spaces first? Should they do both? What are the differences that you see? Um, so here's the thing, like Twitter Spaces is, is a unique beast because it, it's on top of Twitter. So it really relies on the number of Twitter followers that you have. If you have a following on Twitter, then it might be a little easier for you to like start a space and get people to come out to your space. But the thing about Twitter Spaces is that the discoverability isn't there. Um, some of us that are in the beta, we have access to the Twitter Spaces hallway, but not everybody has access to it. So they don't know when you host a space half of the time unless you schedule it. On Clubhouse, you have the hallway or the list of rooms that are active at any particular time. So the discoverability is a lot easier on Clubhouse. And the cool thing about Clubhouse, and, and kind of the same with Twitter Spaces, but more so with Clubhouse, is that if you host a room and somebody comes in that room, then the person that's in the room, their followers see that they in that, they're in that room. So if they want to come check it out as well, then that person's follower can come into your room and see what's going on. And then, then it's just like a snowball effect after that. Whoever's in the room, that their followers can see that they're interacting with your room. And it might draw other people, potential viewers, into your room. So that's the cool thing about Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Now, I got a question for you because I have this. I had a creator consult with a large creator, and he was saying, "Listen, I'm not doing Clubhouse because I don't like the the way that it, that it makes me show up. I can't just participate in a neutral fashion on Clubhouse. They know I'm there, and if I'm there, then I'm going to be just. I can't just listen. I got to participate. They're going to throw me up at the top of the room, uh, ask all these questions of me. What do you think about that?" Listen, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, okay? Uh, actually, I was talking to Marquez Brownlee about this a few months ago. He, uh, he was yeah. saying something similar about how when he's in a clubhouse room, then, then he gets called up on stage and things like that. And that's true. There, I mean, if you're a big name and you come into a clubhouse room, chances are people are going to want to talk to you and they're going to want to bring you on stage. That doesn't mean you have to. You could, yeah. put, you could politely decline. Or some of the, or one of the things that people have been doing in clubhouse for the last few months now is that if they are in a uh, just listening state, they will literally put a picture or something or include something in their avatar that states that they are just there to listen, that don't call them on stage. So you can literally have something in your avatar that indicates that you are that you are there just to listen. So people don't call you on stage. But by no means do you have to go on stage. I don't care how big your following is. If you don't want to go on stage, don't go on stage. You can just decline. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, I know it's that simple. But at the same time, a lot of times just by a creator being there, mm -hmm. that that's signaling uh, either an endorsement or interest in those people. And sometimes those creators just want to go to a small room and talk about, you know, painting as opposed to in Marquez's, uh, you know, uh, case tech or, or the future. Um, do you think that there's ever going to be a time when there's going to be some ability for people just to passively listen, even if they have an account, like you can just listen? Um, now when you say passively listen, what do you, what do you mean exactly? Well, what I mean is like, is there going to be a time when it's almost like a podcast? In other words, no one knows you're there. There's some sort of like mode where uh, it's it just listen only, you know, that kind of thing. I don't think so, because that kind of defeats the purpose of these apps. Because uh, you got to remember, these are social networking platforms. So the purpose is to bring people together. So if you, if you implement a mode where you could go in there incognito or, or unseen or something like that, it kind of defeats the purpose of networking with other people in the room. Again, if you're in a room and you don't want to be on stage, you don't have to be on stage. 
Now, yeah. some people might see it as rude, but that's on them. I mean, we're both creators. We both have our day there. So I'm pretty sure that people that don't like you, there are definitely people that don't like me. Definitely. It is what it is. I mean, we, there are always going to be people that don't like something that you do. They just have to get over it. That's a dim problem. That's not an Ian problem. That's not a Viper problem. So they just yeah. have to deal with it. But yeah. I don't think they're ever going to implement an incognito mode for just listening. I don't, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Viper, I've been in rooms with you where there's some been some vibrant, some robust discussions. I mean, it's been unbelievably intense. It's been uh, packed with facts. It's been learning. Uh, and a lot of times I'm like sitting there going, geez, this would make an amazing podcast and or video. Do you foresee in the future that you're able to click on record, make this a podcast uh, so that we can actually transfer some of the, the, the learning, the connection onto another platform or maybe the same platform? So Spotify has something like this in place already. Spotify Green Room. They actually have a function where you can record the room so you can use it in a podcast, much like we're doing right now. So that already exists on Spotify. Uh, is Twitter going to do something like that or Clubhouse? I don't I don't know. Uh, part of the allure of these audio-only platforms is that everything is happening in real time. So you either be there or you miss it. Um, I had a chat on Twitter uh, last night with Dr. Mike talking about COVID vaccinations and things. You had to be there. If you weren't there, you missed it. There was no recording, something like that. So Part of part of the allure of the audio only platform is that there are conversations happening that you have to be at or you you just missed that conversation. Now, uh, some of the hosts of these rooms are taking notes. So if you want notes, you can uh, DM them or hit them up for notes of things that were said in the room and things like that. But I mean, I think in the future, I think it might become uh, something where people might request that there is a record function so they can do that. So. That is something that I think would be added a lot sooner than uh, incognito mode. If you want to, if you had to ask me which one of those are more likely, a record function is definitely more likely than an uh, incognito mode, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know if you've heard, but with Facebook Rooms, they're going to actually have multiple audio record functions. One of them is going to be literally record at the time, kind of like we're doing now on StreamYard. But also there's one where you actually at the end of some broadcast, you can actually hit a button and it'll say make a podcast out of it. Mm. And there's going to be this other part where you're able to actually take cuts from the audio discussion and then add effects and filters and all sorts of stuff to try to get people's attention to the, the Facebook rooms function. Would you be supportive of Twitter, of um, Clubhouse allowing the recording function? Or would you say, listen, it's like you said, it's live. You miss it. You miss it. You know, privacy concerns, all, the whole thing. And honestly, I don't know if I, I, I don't really have a dog in this fight because unfortunately, well, I, I don't really care, but unfortunately to some people, these rooms are being recorded already. Oh, um, okay. I was in a room with Mr. Beast a few months ago in Clubhouse and the room was recorded and something happened in that room that was controversial. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not going to get too much into it on this podcast, but somebody accused Mr. Beast of, of saying or, or being some type of way when it wasn't true. But mm -hmm. someone recorded the room. So there was actual evidence to to dispute the claim that were made that were made against Mr. B. So these rules are being recorded regardless. Um, I, I, I always say on the internet, if you're on the internet, you you have already submitted your right to privacy, okay? If you're on a clubhouse or you're on a Twitter business, you should probably assume that it's being recorded. I mean, mm -hmm. it's the internet after all. So the mm -hmm. rules are being recorded regardless. Um, them adding an actual recording function would be nice for mm -hmm. all those of us that do podcasts, but you should probably assume that this stuff is being recorded anyway. Yeah. Now, some people have told me that now Clubhouse has the DM function. It's a total game changer. That's the thing that actually Twitter Spaces had 
before uh, Clubhouse. And so people were moving to Twitter spaces because they're like, dude, this is if we're connecting, I want to be able to write to someone personally. Uh, what do you think about the fact that now when you're on we're in a room together, I can DM you privately about what we're talking about? Um, it, it's, it's good. It's good for that one to one connection, because sometimes, if, especially if you're in a large room, you don't yeah. want to be having one to one chatter and you have a stage like 50 to 100 people because that's what be an open free flowing group conversation. So yeah. if you need that one to one chatter, it's nice to have that back channel like what Clubhouse is calling it to, yeah. to connect with somebody one to one and have that ongoing chat. Uh, outside of the actual audio conversation that's being held in that room. So that's a pretty cool feature. And mm -hmm. it keeps people on the Clubhouse platform. All of these social media platforms, they all want to keep us on their platform. So before Clubhouse implemented back channels, you had to go to Twitter or Instagram to connect one-to-one -one off yeah. of Clubhouse because there was no DM on Clubhouse. But now that they implemented back channel, now you can DM somebody on Clubhouse one-to-one -one and keep people on the Clubhouse platform, which is what all of these platforms want anyway. So it's, yeah. it's actually a big boom for Clubhouse. I mean... I mean, it, I think it's more of a big deal for Clubhouse than actual creative because we we always made way to contact each other one to one anyway. But now it's just it's just good for Clubhouse to keep people on their platform. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I want to kind of go back into it. You know, you are a massive YouTube creator. You're on all the different social media platforms. You just love social media in general. You're tech. YouTuber, but you, so you have a specific expertise in Apple products, which I want to talk to you about in a few moments. What do you see as the future for audio only? Like, why does it have to be audio only? How, why can't we just do videos like we're doing right now and he, people can listen audio only to the video or they can choose to, to watch the video? Um, we already are super busy in our lives right now. It's barely, you know, for as a creator, it's hard to keep up. Um, do you think that this audio only platform is going to survive? Yes. Okay. But, but I think we need to think about it from, a, from more of the creative perspective as far as the, the viewer, because the viewer, like you said, they can consume it any way they want. They can be directly looking at the video, watching and listening, or a viewer can consume the video passively or via audio only, like you just alluded to. But from a creator standpoint, audio only is great. If you're a woman, no makeup involved. Nobody sees how you look. Even a dude, you know, I, I mean, I got to put on my little fancy t-shirt for, for ear today, but you know, oh, I noticed it's right, great. Right? <laughs> but if it's, audio only, hard. <laughs> right. if, if it's audio only, though, I don't have to do, I don't have to prepare. I don't have to yeah. prepare my appearance or anything like that. So yeah. it's a lot more quicker and convenient and easier to make audio only content. So from That's a creator cool. standpoint, audio only is the, it, it's the jam. I mean, Dr. Mike was asking me last night, are we going to do audio only or, or video? I'm like, audio only. Cool. Got on there and did the thing. But yeah, yeah, audio only is so convenient from a creative perspective. And again, viewers are going to consume it how they want to consume it. So it doesn't really matter from a viewer perspective, but from a creative perspective, it yeah. allows us to put out more content because it's easier and more convenient and allows us to do more of it. So audio only is here to stay, in my opinion. Sweet. Well, I like it. I'm going to get more involved. I've done a little bit here and there. Like I said, you and I've been in rooms together, uh, but I will do more because I do enjoy it. I really do. It's, it's like you said, I feel more relaxed on it. Uh, there have been times I remember I was had just finished breakfast and I, I tuned into one of your coffee talks and, you know, I didn't even have a plan to join you, but it turned out I did join you and we had a robust discussion. So I, I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I do want to switch gears a little bit and talk about what your passion is and that i believe is apple products and the future of apple uh, i was going to mention to you i was a little bit disappointed in the m1 uh, chip when it came Ooh. out just recently and here's the reason why because i was pissed off because i was one of those dummies who had a mac pro 
So I had a Mac Pro 2019. I dropped some big dollars. I spent some some money on it. To, I saved up for it. Uh, and then people showed up with their Mac Air M1, and they're blowing me, blowing the doors off of it. Do you see that? Is is M1 the future? Are we moving into an M2 coming up? What what do you see? Well, it's kind of weird because you have the Mac Pro, which is the most expensive computer Apple makes, yes. and there have been recent reports that. They're upgraded or updated Mac Pro when they release the next one. It's still going to have an Intel chip. It's not even moving to M1 yet. So it seems Weird. like there might be a delay in updating that most expensive Apple computer to the M1 chip or the M2 or whatever they call it. So yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you don't have to be so mad because your computer is still going to be uh, in date a little bit longer because the, the, even the updated ones are going to have Intel chips in it for now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, on, on that front, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you using the M1 now? Are you using an Air or a Mac Mini? Uh, I, you know what? I, I have a I have a 2019 uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro with the with an Intel chip in it, and I, I just I just didn't I don't feel the need to upgrade to an M1 right now. Plus, no. I'm I'm using graphics and things like that, which I know all my graphics have been updated, but I don't want to do anything that might potentially impact my creative workflow. So I never felt need, I never felt the need to upgrade to an M1 laptop uh, laptop myself. Yes, but uh, my other creative cohorts have upgraded and they are loving it. But uh, me, I'm, I'm okay with my my Intel computer right now. Yeah, my my buddy uh, Craig from Craig's Tech Talk. He he's a big M1 supporter. He has an MacBook Air, and I think he's even getting the iMac with the with the M1 in it, and just loves it because of the fact that it it goes back and forth with the the mobile Apple products like the um the uh, the iPad Pro and some of the other ones. So people love it. Now, what do you see as as the future? Uh, the iPhone 13. What are some of the features that you are aware of that are coming out and to be excited about? You know, to be honest, I haven't really been keeping up too much with the elite for the iPhone 13. Uh, okay. I got I got an iPhone 12 Pro here in my hand, a 12 Pro Max. Uh, for the 13, mm -hmm. the big thing I think is going to be the 120 hertz ProMotion display. Um, okay. Up until now, all of the iPhones have come with a 60 hertz display. Okay. Um, so I think Apple can update the the, the the display of speed for the iPhone 13. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um. There's been there's been talk that they might introduce a black model. Uh, we haven't seen a black pro level iPhone in years, so uh -huh. I'll be happy to have an actual black iPhone back in the lineup or a black <laughs> pro level iPhone, I should say, because the yeah. the the the, the entry level iPhones they have an actual black model, but the pro level iPhones always have big gray. They don't yeah. have black, yeah. so yeah. I want a black pro level iPhone. So it seems like we might get that finally this year. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. What are some of the products that you're excited about that are coming out in 2021? So Samsung, they, they have their event coming up on August 11th where they're going to unveil their latest foldable technology. And one mm -hmm. of the phones that they will be unveiling is the Samsung Galaxy uh, Fold 3. Uh, in my hand here, I know you guys can't see the audio, but in my hand, I have the Fold 2. And Ooh. I love my Fold 2. Oh, yeah. Now Fold tell me two. about that. Does it really work? It looks like it's all jacked up in the center. Is that is that annoying or is it okay yeah. or what? It's funny because it does have the crease in the center, but depending both the time you can't even notice it you don't even notice it. and i've had this almost a year now and i've barely noticed it wow. i mean you really have to be like the direct light to notice it but most of the time i'm not in direct light so but i love this phone this is definitely my favorite samsung device so i am highly excited and looking forward to what they do with the third version of this which we'll know in a couple of weeks here but um that's probably the device i'm looking forward to most here in 2021. wow so basically it's like being able to have the the compactability of a phone and then also have an iPad or you know not an iPad mm -hmm. but a template or a tablet tablet yes yeah Absolutely. yeah that's awesome cool awesome well that's cool uh anything else you're excited for 2021 what's coming up for you do you have any things to any events anything to announce or um well I will be at Vit Summit in 
September in LA and you just said you'll be there yourself. So it'll be nice to yeah. meet, uh, meet you in person finally. So that'll be cool. Yeah, be um, I've also been asked to uh, take on some hosting duty for Viz Summit. So that could be pretty interesting. I've never done that before. So I'm excited. That's that. awesome. That's yeah. great. Wow. Cool. What well, are you going to host? Some tech stuff or like a panel discussion or something? Or well, I mean, I guess, I guess uh, I'll probably do some hosting stuff with some of the keynotes they have or something like that. I'm not sure yet, but uh, it should be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, Roberto's gonna be there. I know you're good friends with them. I am too. So that's gonna be great to see everybody there. And it also be good. You know, it's been I think over a year uh, and a half since our last one. So um, I'm I'm excited about an in person Vid Summit coming up. Yes, I I really hope that it stays put. And I know we got the Delta variant wreaking havoc right now. So yeah. ah, it's getting it's getting dicey. But hopefully we will, we will keep our in person Vid Summit because I already got everything booked and I'm ready to rock and roll. So let's I go. Am too. I am too. Well, Viper, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your insight into audio-only social media. I do think you've convinced me to be more, more of a participant in it. And I think that there is a place for it in our current social media landscape. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's amazing because there are a bunch of different rooms going on on these platforms. So like you were talking about earlier, you can literally just sit in a room and listen to the conversation that's being had and pick up so much and learn so much just by sitting in the room and just, just relaxing, like you said. So... Yeah. There's a lot of information that could be learned from these audio only platforms in these rooms. So I would highly recommend you uh, take it all in, man. Well, they and if the people who are listening do want to take it all in and take you all in, where can they reach you? What's your what's your handle on Clubhouse, Spaces, YouTube? Give it to us. Let me make this easy for all of y'all. You want to find your boy Viper, just type in Viper. V-Y-Y-Y. That's 3-Y-P-E-R. Viper. It's literally, you can type that in anywhere and you'll find me. Just type in Viper with three Ys. You'll find me. That's where I'll be. Awesome. Thank you, Viper, for joining us today. Thank you, sir.